Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Table Talks with Danner and the B-Man. Danner, what's our next question? Today's question is, I'm a Christian, but I still struggle with forgiving others who have done me wrong. Why is this so hard for me to do? Oh, that's a good one. Interesting. Indeed. Yeah, this to me is where Christianity, I would say the rubber meets the road mm-hmm. because this is where it gets difficult. So, uh, as we always inform our listeners, I'm 47, you are 16. So, I've probably had more in my life to forgive others for. <laughs> mm, uh, <laughs> Maybe not. All right, okay. But, we'll you see. know, I mean, you can go through a lot in 16 years too. So, um, all right, so I would say this for any Christian, uh, whether you are a new Christian or a seasoned veteran, I don't think it's easy Mm-mm. to forgive others. It's painful. Yeah. The, I mean, the great thing about God is the, the Bible says that he forgives us and he cleanses us uh, and he casts our sins as far as the east is from the west. So that means he doesn't remember them anymore. So here's our problem as humans and Christians. We don't forget. We can forgive, but it it seems like it's just difficult for us to forget. So I would say this. To know that you've truly forgiven someone is when you don't think of the sin or the trespass anymore. If you see the person, let's just, we'll use you and I as an example. Okay. Let's say that I sinned against you. I hurt your feelings. I said something. I did something. I broke your heart. Mm. Yeah. That's so pitiful. <laughs> um, I mean, you were right, really upset with me. Like, you didn't care if I was breathing or not. No. Left you on red. Yeah, yeah. did. <laughs> so, um, I would think that you would know that you had truly forgiven me because a lot of us will say, yeah, I've forgiven them. But then we still get angry. You know, if you can see me coming and you don't get angry or you don't think about what I did, you know, I think you're truly on the, the road of forgiving me. And I don't think it's just a, it's not quick. No, it takes you know, time. Yeah. I mean, we could say, yeah, I've forgiven them, but it's really a process. Um, it does take time. So for us to think that we just forgive them the moment the trespass happens, that's silly. No one does that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think it just takes time and I think it takes maturity. Um, there's just a lot of things involved in it, but, um, is it important to forgive? I would say it's absolutely necessary to forgive. And we don't have time in this episode. We could so many examples, but for me, you know, I'm a parent of, of two teenage boys, and my heart always goes out to children who have been abused, uh, whether that's physically, sexually, whatever. So I, I think for me, it would be very, very difficult for me to forgive someone who maybe sexually abused my children, um, because that's about as low in my mind as you can get. Um, But do I have to forgive them as a Christian? I do. Mm -hmm. Um, Because um, 
here's one scripture, and there's many, but Matthew 6.15 says, But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your transgressions. That, that's God's word. In order for me to be forgiven as a Christian, and I need forgiveness every single day, then I have to forgive others. And I think people lose sight of that. You know, I've, I've heard Christians before say uh, that they could never forgive someone. And I, that really bothers me. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that I'm making light of a situation. Mm-hmm. I, I'm saying I wouldn't want to be in your shoes yeah. to have to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling you what God's word says, and we have to forgive. Yeah, and I would love to hop on that. What you just said completely sparked a story for me. Um, you know, forgiveness is definitely an easier thing to um, say or think of than it is to do. And just a little quick, you know, story or example, a personal example for me is um, at one point there was a time in my life where um, a person that was very close to me it's absolutely broken me. I mean, I seriously lost count over the years, not because the Bible told me to, but because it had just happened so much. I just couldn't keep track of all the times they'd done me wrong. And so one day I remember sitting down and I told God, I was like, I truly believe I can never forgive this person like or love or let them back into my life. And I was like, look, God, if you really want me to let them back in, it's going to take some serious work. And I'm going to need all of your love because I don't have any left to give this person person. And so one day um, I come across Saul's conversion in the Bible in Acts and where um, God had blinded him and taken him to a house and then God called on this man, Ananias. Ananias, sorry if I just butchered that. You dude, did. But it'll, it'll be okay. Ananias. <laughs> Ananias. He um, asked him to go and heal Saul. And Ananias is like, but Lord, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things he's done in Jerusalem. And he's authorized by the leading priest to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. Like, why would I go help this person? But the Lord said, go, for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to the kings, as well as to the people of Israel. And that was the game changer for me. Like, I realized one day I shouldn't forgive this person because they start getting their act together or because God has a plan to make everything No, but because God has a plan to make everything into something good. And I didn't want to be in the way of that. You know, as much as this person has hurt me, I still want to do everything I can to be used by God in order to get to them. So, I mean, just being available and encouraging someone when they mess up and not being the one person to judge, that can totally be a game changer. Yeah, the one thing that bugs me, uh, especially with social media today, is how quickly, quote-unquote, Christians... Uh, are just ready to crucify someone publicly for something that's been done. Mm-hmm. Um, one, without probably knowing all the facts. Two, it's not even against them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then three, where's the mercy and the grace? You know, uh, if God has forgiven you yeah. of your sins and given you more mercy and grace than you deserve, then who are you or who am I to, to withhold that mercy and that grace from someone else? Um, we can't call ourselves a Christian and be true Christ followers if we're not forgiving others because that is the essence of who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the whole point in uh, saving us is to give us that mercy and that grace. It wasn't just a one-time thing. It's a daily thing. Um, just a couple of things popped in my mind while you're talking, you know, uh, Peter and the disciples, uh, they're talking to Jesus, and then 
uh, some of the religious leaders try to trap him and they're like, hey, should we forgive someone, you know, seven times if they do us wrong? Yeah. Which seven in the Bible is like a perfect number. So, you know, we live by this three strikes you're out. You did me wrong three times and that's it. We write yeah. you off. Mm-hmm. You're dead. But Period. Yeah. They went as far as go, well, what about seven, Jesus? <laughs> Generous. perfect number, right. You know, we're going to be extra spiritual and forgive them seven times. Well, what did Jesus say? Forgive them 70 times seven, you know. Uh, basically, he was saying, if they wrong you 490 times, then you better forgive 490 times because I've forgiven you 490 times. Exactly. So that's so what beautiful. it's based on. Yeah. So it is beautiful, the redemption story. Um, and then Jonah, you know, if you go back and you read the Old Testament, uh, God sent him to Nineveh and um, he didn't want to go. He hated those people. They were wicked. Um, I mean, you can go back and read the story. They used Christians as lampposts. They would literally um, put them on stakes, oh. kill them, put them on stakes, and light them up to they burn. Yeah, I don't think that's what Jesus meant when he said, shine your light for all to see. I yeah, don't no. think he did. <laughs> yeah, I think that was something totally different. So would I be like Jonah? I'd be like, heck, no, I don't want to go to Nineveh. Mm-hmm. You know, who would want to go? Um, but God sent him there, and guess what? And him going and being obedient, even though he pouted the whole way there and through it, mm-hmm. um, God saved the whole place. So he changed that whole place. Um, and it's just a reminder, listen, God can save me. He can give me mercy and grace just as much as he can. The worst serial killer that's ever been on the face of the earth, which blows our little human minds right. to think about that, but yeah. it's true. But he, you know, that's what he came to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he came to save the vilest of sinners, um, not just the ones who look like they deserve it because none of us deserve it. Um, and then I would say this, I'll kick it over to you and we can close it out. But if you really think about forgiveness and you've had to really forgive someone or you think about how God forgives you, um, forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness does not have to take place just because I asked Danner to forgive me. Danner can forgive me and I never say anything to you Mm -hmm. because it frees you up. It doesn't free me up because God's still going to judge us for what we do, what we say, what we think. That's biblical. Um, And his judgment is perfect and righteous where mine's not. Mm-hmm. So I would leave the judging and the correction to God and let him handle it because it'll be perfect when he does. But if someone's wronged you and you're withholding forgiveness from them, then you're going to become an angry and a bitter person. And it's going to be like a cancer that just eats away at you. Um, but if you can learn to truly forgive that person, then it's freeing you up. Mm-hmm in your life. It's not really freeing them up. If you can ever grasp that concept and see it from that perspective, that it's really about you and not them, then I think that would make it a little easier for you to forgive that person. 
So I love that you added that about the forgiveness because a lot of times we look at forgiveness as um, someone else changing, but really it changes you, like you just um, mentioned, B-Man. I mean, like he said, you know, if you're having trouble forgiving someone, you're usually going to be, you know, bitter, angry, just sour, and nobody wants to be that person. Like, look in the mirror at who you're becoming because of what, you know, grudge is standing in your way, and ask yourself, is this who I am? Is this who I really want to be? Like, Jesus, I mean, as hard as it is, Jesus, he wouldn't, you know, cut you any slack or you know, think you're any better for that. So just kind of look at who you are and, you know, who you're becoming. Yeah, I know some people personally that I I can say personally in my life, there's no one that I haven't forgiven or I'm withholding forgiveness from. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been some things in my life that I guess I could have, but I just chose not to. But I do know some people who probably have not forgiven people who have wronged them in their life. And I'll be honest with you. Overall, they're just miserable. Mm-hmm. And I know what it is, you know, and if you bring it up to them, they're going to get angry. Exactly. They don't they want know, to face it. Yeah. Right. You know, they want to tell people that they've forgiven the other person, but truly they haven't. So I would encourage you. That was a great question. We all struggle with forgiving others. Definitely. Uh, it's just not in our human nature to do it. We want to hold a grudge. But if you're a Christian, then you can't. God says that you must forgive others so he can forgive you. So uh, so thank you again for being with us for another Table Talks uh, with Danner and B-Man. We'll see you back here next time. Thanks for joining us.